0: Hi, everybody! Welcome to my podcast, without a sound. I wanted to say thanks for joining me and following me. Uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe to any of the platforms that you listen this on to this on. Um, so today's topic is kind of uh scary especially you know for me i am a woman um and i started going down researching about um cases of women who have disappeared while running and this to me was very like frightening to find out that there's quite a few cases of uh runners who are women obviously who have been kidnapped while while exercising outside one of these cases is that of Sydney Sutherland who is a 25 year old female nurse and she disappeared on August 19th 2020 she had been jogging in the Newport area which is in Jackson County Arkansas so when she disappeared local law enforcement and Dozens of um, volunteers searched for her for days, uh, for a couple days. And it's a small town area from what I'm reading. And many of the people actually knew each other. One of these uh, neighbors was Mike Winston, who was interviewed by Channel 7 News. And he said he had lived in the Newport area for most of his life. He He's a 56-year-old who is a truck driver and is a volunteer for the Arkansas Department of Emergency Services. He said he has daughters who are beautiful, just like Sydney. And so he said he knew people close to the Sutherlands to Sydney's family. And he joined a search party because it's the right thing to do quoted. So this man, Winston said that there were about 150 people in the search party Um, That first night and even more the next day. And he and his cousin actually spent about 12 hours on four wheelers just looking for her. So these volunteers, family and local law enforcement, they also use search dogs, helicopters and horses to search an area between 10 miles off of US 67. And um, one of these other men who was uh in the area at the time was also named quake Llewellyn. Llewellyn, it's l-e-w-e-l-l-y-n last name he was 28 years old at the time and he also volunteered to help search for her um, and he actually said he had seen her walking on county road 41 and two days later um, after she had gone missing the authorities actually blocked off an area near the north end of the search area <clears throat> that had been designated. And um, one of the volunteers said that um, they didn't need to ask any questions because everybody knew that uh, Sydney had been found. Okay. So, so in this case, what happened is this man, Quake Llewellyn, uh, who was of Jane's... He actually confessed to killing Sydney, um, And I'm not sure if this happened before or after her body was discovered. So I tried to research um, some articles and I couldn't find whether he confessed to it before or after she was found. But what he says was that he actually... Uh, he struck her with his pickup truck on August nineteenth, twenty twenty, on a rural rural, rural road, and um, there was uh, Obviously, he was um, sent to prison, and uh, allegedly, he, he said that the he believed the collision killed Sydney. But it's not just that, it's that once he struck her, he decided to load her body onto the bed of his truck and he drove out to some rice fields where he dug a hole. Um, And this is quoting him. He says, quote, that was just where I was and where I was going to begin with, period, end quote. Um, that was his reasoning for why he dug a hole. Um, not only that, but um, the authorities he had already admitted that not only had he hit her with his pickup, he loaded her into the, onto his vehicle. He drove off to a remote location, and there he raped her before burying her. So, um it this is very tragic because apparently one of the judges involved in this case actually knew this man's family and also Sydney's family. Again, this is not a big area or a big town and maybe um a lot of there's a lot of connections um they had actually both sydney and this man had graduated from this same high school um three years apart sydney was younger obviously so she actually lived with her boyfriend and that's who reported her missing um and that's when the search party began but uh, it ended with this man a quick glue woman being arrested Quake Llewellyn is now facing, um, the death penalty. And if convicted of the charges against him, um, he will receive the death penalty. And it's interesting that his attorney, Bill James, um, they actually ordered a, an evaluation, a mental health evaluation be done on him because they wanted to make sure that he was, um, aware and able to understand uh the case against him which i think is ridiculous because he obviously has maybe it wasn't premeditated murder but once he hit her with his truck he could have called 911 he could have done so many other things differently but he set into motion a plan that was just really not okay <clears throat> not okay (laughs) um at all ever (laughs) so she's not the first person to be out on a run or a jog and then something happens and unfortunately uh, most of the cases that i read about were all women so it says and even in one of the articles it goes on to say that her death while out on a jog it drew comparisons to deaths of at least five other women who had also been killed while out on a run. So there was Molly Tibbetts. She was found stabbed to death after going for a run near her Iowa home. Wendy Martinez, who was stabbed to death while jogging um, in a busy, well-lit area in Washington, D.C. Karina Vitrano, who was found dead after going on an evening jog near her New York home. And then Vanessa Marcotte, Markot- who was killed as she was out jogging in broad daylight in Massachusetts. And then Allie Brueger, who was shot in the back while running in Michigan. So we, and these are just on the East Coast area. I did not um, currently look into how many women out here on, on the West Coast of the United States. Or in the middle (laughs) U.S., so we can see that not not only that it's it feels dangerous to go out for a run, but it's also not fair that women are being targeted um, by men for um, these horrible and committing these, these horrible crimes. So some of the safety tips that some of the experts have gone on and kind of said is basically there's there's about five that I found. And the first one is ditch the headphones. So now we have the AirPods, right? You stick them in and you're just like listening to your music while you go out on a run. And you might not be aware of your surroundings. So definitely 100% be always aware of your surroundings. Like I know, I know a few people who say that they put their um, AirPods in and they listen to whatever they're listening to, like on a really low volume, just so that they kind of can be aware of their surroundings, hear footsteps behind them, (coughs) and whatnot. So, (coughs) the information says, leaving the headphones at home will allow people to hear others approaching them while on a run. Jared Arthur, a self-defense expert, told Good Morning America. So, um, (coughs) number two is, Avoid baggy clothes and ponytails. This one was new to me. I, I hadn't even um, thought about the ponytail thing because I have long hair. And normally I just put it in a ponytail. I've done that before. And then I read this and I was like, oh my gosh, no more ponytails. So the information says, well, baggy clothes may be comfy and ponytails convenient while running. The same um, the author here says that um, it increases the opportunity for someone to grab grab a hold of you. So part of the, a little script from the book says, um, to opt for clothing that's form-fitting, that doesn't have a hood, and opt for a hair in a side braid or low ponytail or tucked up and underneath your cap. It makes it more difficult for somebody to grab and, ho- and hold you. And this is all from this, um, this one author who is Jared, Jared Arthur. So, so his number three, um, point here is to switch up your routine. This is also very interesting because if you're running in your community, how, how much can you switch up your routine? It says, make sure that you are not running the same route every day um i would say like not running the same route not running the same days i know runners like to have like a consistent routine right where you go out you know whatever monday wednesdays fridays tuesday thursdays saturdays um but it says i would switch those up too you know like Just to keep people on their toes, I guess, because uh, obviously there's people who are out there. It's their business to watch you. Um, Unfortunately, we live in a time where we just can't trust that we're not being watched by someone. Um, So please, please be careful out there. Um, His last point is um, use your body to protect yourself. It says run or walk powerfully with your shoulders back and your head up, making eye contact with every person in your path. Um, a so there's a self defense uh, person that was quoted here, Jennifer Cassetta, and that's what she advises. Um, and she actually is an Uh, a self-defense expert and she created this DVD uh, called Stilettos and Self-Defense. So maybe that's something you can uh, take a look into. But it's kind of hard because unfortunately, Sydney probably didn't even have a chance when you have a freaking truck um, coming at you from probably behind and she would not have even realized that the truck was going to hit her. And again, she was in a rural area and sadly because it's a rural area, it probably was easier for him to go unnoticed. Um but in you know, some of the women that I mentioned prior uh they were out in broad deadla- dead- daylight some of them. And so it's people have no and uh, they don't care, basically. They don't, it could be at night, it could be in early in the morning, during the day, uh, with other people there. It's just we live in a world where um, at any time, you might have to fit, come face to face with something like this. And the more that we are aware of our surroundings, the better we will be at maybe trying to prevent something happening to us it's sad it really is because it's 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 sad that we live in this type of world and that we have to be more aware and that as women we have to like be more cautious run in pairs change our route like does a man have to go through the same thing no probably not so that is very sad Um, so one other thing is, um, it says if you are attacked, dropping down to a squat or a lunge will drop your center of gravity and make you harder to throw to the ground. So again, Jennifer, the creator of the Stiletto self-defense said, um, that basically use your body as a way to defend yourself. If someone grabs you, do like a squat or lunge or drop to the ground. So that way they have a harder time dragging you. Um, and then she also says, fight back, just fight back as much as you can. She says, and this is a quote, The eyes, throat, and groin are most effective targets because they are all soft targets where you can do the most amount of damage with the least amount of effort, she said. Scratch or grope the eyes, give a punch to the throat to disrupt breathing, and give a punch or a knee or an elbow to the groin. All good things to do. And, you know, worst case scenario, get a self-defense class and... role play and you know try and find ways to um to not be caught off guard unfortunately you know it's better to be prepared than not prepared at the same time there's always things that happen that you know are sad in this life and so um, that is the case of sydney sutherland And her killer is awaiting trial. And hopefully, um, he will receive the death penalty. Anyways, okay, that's my two bits for today. Basically, if you are out there and you're running, be safe. Um, It's scary out there. Um, I've had times when... I I have like minor freak out moments because a, sco- a car slows down right and you see a car or you see a car do go around the block and come back it's like hmm so it really makes you think and it and it just for me um, you know I I am always aware I'm like <laughs> I am like on uh, defense mode when I go out running, which is, which is sad because no woman should have to feel that way. But some of us do and we just have to be, you know, make eye contact, look, don't look like an easy target out there Um, because that's exactly what they're looking for. Really easy targets, someone who looks away. Someone who doesn't look like they're gonna put up much of a fight, um, and then you're you have your hands um, and just just fight back if you if worst case scenario comes to pass. All right, guys, such a bummer subject, but I think it's very important to put it out there. Also, if you're a man out there and you're in a vehicle, don't just. Just keep driving. Like, it's so gross and disrespectful and rude when, like, men, like, ogle. (laughs) I mean, come on, guys. Let's get it together here. I just don't agree with how some men uh, feel it that it's okay to, like, whistle. I mean, it still happens. Or slow their car down. Or, I don't know. It just... You... There are some men out there who give off a really horrible, ugly, wrong vibe. If that's not what you're going for, just keep driving. Ignore runners. Ignore, ignore the people on the sidewalk. Except if they're trying to cross, of course. <laughs> but um, you guys know what I mean. So please um, stay safe out there. And if you see something, say something. Do not ever. Um, worst case scenario, they'll say, no, thank you. Don't need help. But, you know, if you see anything that seems suspicious, you should always say something or record it. Nowadays, we have our phones. um, Make a note, mental note of the time, the place, the location. You saw someone or something strange. Um, So, yeah. Anyways. All right, guys. Well, um things are opening back up. Seems COVID, um, is, is still around, but <laughs> not as bad as before. And so, um, stay safe, whether you're running or you're trying to stay healthy, uh, on account of all other all things that are still happening around the world. All right, guys. So have a good one. And until the next time we are here on the podcast all right take care bye all right (laughs) and to end here's your tip of the day guys reuse reduce and recycle all right you heard it so not only stay safe but also recycle and reuse definitely reuse there's lots of stuff you can reuse like vintage stuff anyways maybe that'll be on a different podcast (laughs) all right thanks guys see ya without a sound.